0: What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And we are going to wrap up the Tampa series. Did not like it at all. These games, not critical, but they were important. And you had to make a statement. And you know what? They did not come away looking good on this. Going to take a quick break. Come back into it and explain to you my thought process on this series. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. So let's talk about this series. Yankees take the first two games, drop the last two. And those first two games, those could have gone either way. Go into extra innings. They actually put up big numbers in both of those games to get the win. Tamp came back in one but you know here's the thing like I said those games could have gone either way and with the Yankees not being able to put away Tampa in those two games really handily and listen Tampa's a good team I understand excuse me understand it Tampa is a good team but these are important games. These are division rivals. You have got to beat them and beat them soundly. So next two games, Yankees lose. Good, same, same thing. Could have gone either way. They were tight games. You know, that third game, Chad Green gives up the home run in extras. And what was, what, what was really bad about that one was that CC was pitching really well. And gives up the home run, and then Hicks, to his credit, ties the game, but then they lose it. So had some bright spots. CC pitches really well against them, but you know he went into the seventh inning, and after that hit, you know, leading off that inning, or you no, know, I'm not sure. He got two. He got he got two outs, then gets the hit, and. Should have taken him out at that point. Obviously, hindsight's 20-20. You know, Boone has a lot of faith in CeCe and letting him go and hoping to complete that seventh. That would have been great. Give the bullpen a little bit of a rest. CeCe goes seven. You just have to go and get the eighth and the ninth. Unfortunately, gives up that home run. But like I said, Hicks comes back, ties it, and, you know, Chad Green, what are you gonna do? The guy's has been pitching really well since he came back up. You cannot just say he's horrible. He's a great, he is a great pitcher, playing really well for them. But you know, these things are gonna happen. And then the fourth game, that was a tough game. The only offense, really, obviously, from Brett Gardner with the home run. Yankees dropped that game two to one, and. If you look at these games, like I'm saying, this could have been a sweep by Tampa. Having to go extra innings, you never know what's going to happen in extra innings. And it could have been a sweep by Yankees. So these two teams are matched pretty well. Yankees have the better record so far. But these are games that are important because I thought Tampa was just going to drop off. But they showed a lot of fight in this series and they've got really good players and really good pitching. Look at Charlie Morton. Goes 10-2. My goodness. And Yankees had the ability to get him last year. And a lot of people thought he was too old. You know, like I said before, hindsight twenty twenty. Who knew he was going to be like this? Really, really incredible. It, it makes me wonder what would have happened if he was on the Yankees. And I think he grew up a Yankee fan. Is that, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he did. You know, they were talking about he was from Connecticut. And I think when he pitched against the Yankees in the 2017 playoffs, I'm, I'm thinking that's when they said he grew up a Yankee fan. So it would have been a really cool story if he was on their staff. And he had 10 wins at this point. Another bright spot on this is... Uh, the fact that the Yankees pitching, starting pitching, is doing pretty well. So this is really good signs to see also. So you get the split. A lot of people, including myself, were upset that Aaron Boone sat both Glaber Torres and DJ LeMayu yesterday because of the All-Star game coming up. But you got to understand that. He, you know, those guys, even though it's a, it's a break, they are still playing in the game. There's travel involved. There's probably a lot that these players have to do with the All-Star game. So they're not getting a full rest like some of these guys. You know, I know some guys to like go away for a few days and just have complete relaxation. So I can understand it. I didn't like that he sat both. He could have sat just one of them. And, you know, it's an all-star game, not so intensive in terms of physical play. But mentally, it's still a lot going on. So, Yankees end this first half really great, obviously, in first place. I think it is, at this point, six and a half. Is it six, six and a half? Um, It can't be a half. It's got to be six, right? Again, up on the Rays, did not check that, and they are nine up on Boston. Now, both these teams, they have got to put them away really soundly, and you look at that and you say, all right, that's a great lead to have, but these are two competitive teams in your division. You know that they're not just going to drop off. You know that at least the Red Sox I see making some moves. They're going to have to bolster that bullpen. I think they are, you know, they've talked about Nathan Ivaldi going back into the pen when he comes back. Not even sure when he's coming back from injury, but their bullpen's horrible. They've got a great offense. But I just see the Red Sox doing something here, and maybe they don't have the pieces they gave up a lot of stuff over the past 2 years to be able to win that championship and they might not have any of the pieces to trade for interesting to see tampa they might make a few moves they are known to do some moves to you know try to get a couple of improvements upgrades but they've got a good team they've got a really good team so Both are going to be dangerous, and you know, the thing that makes me concerned, and I know this is a different Yankee team, is the fact that last year, Yankees came out of the break, faced Boston pretty early, and unfortunately, they just started to plummet early, and Boston, that's when they built up a pretty big lead in the division and it was just Yankees were in the wild card and still you know still had a great record but it, the big reflection of that was that their record was so great because of that early start that they had or mid start right after they had that kind of 500 start and it just makes me a little bit nervous would love to see them come out of the All-Star break and just dominate. And everybody's talking about pitching. Yankees, are they going to get another pitcher added to the staff? And I think they will. Lots of rumors still going on about that. But they could use that. They could use some of these guys coming back like Severino, Batansis. That would be just incredible. But I think they're not going to just depend on that. So let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about what my predictions are for the second half. Stay tuned. And we are back. So, as I said, going into the break, let's preview what this second half could be for the Yankees. I think they're going to go for it big time. As everybody says, prospects are cool, rings are cooler, and I think the Yankees are really poised to make a lot of moves, poised to win the division for the first time in a bunch of years, and I think Brian Cashman realizes that this pitching staff – It needs an addition, and I think that you cannot depend on Severino coming back and being in top form. I think you cannot depend on no injuries. You've got CeCe Sabathia, who historically goes back onto the I.L. again in August. Tanaka has been on the I.L., Last year, unfortunately, it was because of the batting in the NL Park and pulling, you know, having slight hamstring issues. Paxton, injury history, you never know. He actually pitched pretty well, pretty well. He only had those those two runs in the first inning yesterday, but he has been pitching well. But... Yankees do have a chance to get Jordan Montgomery back. I don't know what the latest on him is, but he could be an addition. Domingo Herman, have not heard about the innings limit with him since he went on the IL. I'm not sure that's going to even be an issue. You know, that would be great if he did not have the innings limit because of that, but it could be an issue. So a couple of people out there. As we've discussed over the past uh, month of the shows, Madison Bumgarner, twins are looking at him. Not sure the Yankees want to take the chance with him, but it could be one of those revitalizations that you saw with Justin Verlander. Look at Verlander now. He is still a top pitcher. And we're going back two years when people were kind of iffy and shaky on him and Could it be the same thing for Bumgarner? I don't know. Yankees might want to take a chance on him. Guy does have that playoff pedigree. Or is it someone like Kluber or Bauer? Although Cleveland is in it. They are still in it. And I think they don't want to be selling at this point. But you never know. Never know. Maybe Cleveland just wants to dump their salaries and get some prospects and say, all right, we're going to see what happens and um, really go for it for the future. Interesting to see. Bauer, he is really great pitcher, very dominant pitcher, but I don't know if the Yankees like all his Twitter stuff. He is big on Twitter and getting into fights. I don't know if they like the fact that he was playing with a drone in, what was it, two years ago? right before the playoffs and cut his fingers and and had that whole issue. And I can't remember. I think he did pitch with the stitches. But not sure that is the type of guy that the Yankees want to go for. There is also, uh, what is his name, Matt Boyd from Detroit, who I don't know if anybody wants to re- take a real chance with him. This is his breakout season, but, you know, Usually guys who have breakout seasons and then go to the Yankees, they usually don't pan out. And Marcus Stroman, you know, not too many people are super high on him as an ace or that the Yankees need, and I don't know. He pitches well against Boston and Tampa. He's very good in the AL East, and that could be a deciding factor, and Who knows? Guy could be one of these guys who comes to New York. He's from New York, so it's not like he doesn't know the pressure of it. You know, It's obviously different playing here, but just a New Yorker, I think, can deal with New York, where a lot of other players aren't. And speaking of which, people who couldn't... How? How? Let's get into the All-Star game. (laughs) Let's switch gears. Go into the All-Star game and what about you guys? Do you like watching the All-Star game? I loved it as a kid. I used to love watching the All-Star game. I was so into it because I was into the whole league. Loved all watching all different teams and different players. Now, I'm just primarily Yankees. Yankees all the way. I don't really get into some of these other players. And there's oftentimes, there's guys that I don't even know until they play the Yankees. So... Just not super into it. It's definitely a popularity contest, and some people love it, and that's totally, totally cool. And if you are, I'd love to hear from you. I would love to hear your take on the All-Star Game and convince me to watch it. I might watch it just because, you know, you've got DJ LM, you've got Gary Sanchez, you've got Chapman, you've got Glaber. So what is your take on that? Get in touch with us. Email yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. Instagram yankeecrazypodcast. Twitter yankeecrazypod. Facebook, just go to the Facebook page, like like us. And Anchor, if you're listening on the Anchor app, which is a really great app, especially if you're trying to make a podcast yourself. If you've got an idea, go check it out. You can leave voice memos. So Tuesday night, all-star game. I might have to watch it. Might have to watch it for a little research on the rest of the league. <laughs> oh, and speaking of which, we will be on hiatus for the All-Star break and back with you after the Yankees come out of the break and after their first series. Anyway, All-Star game. Popularity contest. It They've at least made it exciting in the past couple of years that you get home field advantage for whoever wins that. So it's kind of important because Yankees going into these into the second half look very good, look like they're going to make the playoffs. And if they can and hopefully get to the World Series, they would have home field advantage if the AL wins. So it is pretty important this year. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to really super get into it. Possibly, possibly, possibly. But anyway, let's get to the part that I really want to talk about. How is Sonny Gray an all-star? I was trying to find some pitching stats yesterday to see where he ranked. And he's got a few Good rankings, such as his strikeouts. His strikeout ratio is pretty high. His record is three and three, and Cincinnati is not good or five and five. He's he's basically at five hundred, and his ERA was like maybe three point five nine, something like that. I think I don't know. I looked a lot of numbers <laughs> trying to trying to remember them, and didn't take notes. But how is he an all star? With that record, and I don't know, anybody else go from Cincinnati? I did not look that up. Is he their only representative? It it can't be, because that that other guy, Castillo, on there, who was another one I think the Yankees were looking at, he's pitching pretty well. But how did Sonny Gray make the team? Did he pay off people? (laughs) I really really don't understand this. Maybe someone can explain it to me, and I, I just... I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong stats. How is he an all star? You know, and somebody wrote on Twitter Sonny Gray, trade Paxton for Sonny Gray, bring him back to New York. And I'm hoping it was a joke. (laughs) I didn't see any other comments on that one. But Paxton can at least pitch in New York, and he shows flashes of brilliance. And Overall, much better than Sonny Gray. I, you know, after Sonny Gray left and he said all that stuff about the Yankees, I I can't stand him. Really can't stand him. He is, he's a punk in my opinion. Really, really do not like him. Shocked. He is an all-star. Ridiculous. Although I predicted it. Excuse me. I predicted it back before the season started and they had traded Sonny Gray. I said, I thought he should have gone to San Diego. Although San Diego has... A decent team this year. They were they were just above 500, but I thought he'd win the Cy Young in San Diego <laughs> just because it's relaxed atmosphere. But Cincinnati, probably same things. Probably why he's pitching, I guess, better to make the All Star team. Anyway, do not like Sonny Gray. Not a friend of the show, Sonny Gray. <laughs> but anyway, the All Star game. There is a guy, and I'm gonna—I don't know how to pronounce his name because I haven't heard it pronounced out loud. But D—it's uh, D E I V I Davi D V—Not sure. Garcia, right? Isn't that his name? Young pitcher for the Yankees. He's moving up in the ranks very quickly, and was at the Future Stars game, and pitched really well. Guy looks like he's where he wears 45. I—I I don't know if he is from Dominican Republic. But if he is 45, I think, didn't Pedro Martinez wear that? Could be a big Pedro uh, fan. And, you know, don't like Pedro Martinez. But he did help out Luis Severino last year. You know, which brings me to, going with all of this, Larry Rothschild. And more people talking about Larry Rothschild as why he is even a Yankees pitching coach when a lot of guys leave and get better, or go down to AAA, come back and are better. I don't know. Larry Rothschild has a really great reputation, but I'm not sure. I just don't, you know, we don't know enough about what he actually does with the pitchers. It just, I guess we just get all the negatives. So, not really fair to him, but he does get bashed a lot lately. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up. Like I said, we're going to be on hiatus. We will be back. This is our all-star break. And just to wrap up this first half, and maybe we'll do a special wrap-up of the first half show. We'll just get into it. Yankees played really well through all the diversity, all of these injuries, and, yeah, not the diversity. I don't know what I said meant by that, but <laughs> I meant to say through all these injuries they have played extremely well. Aaron Boone, whether you like him or not, has managed this team really well. And I don't know, maybe you think Brian Cashman is pulling all the strings. And maybe he is, but you got to give Aaron Boone credit for just being there. He, he, he has to have more influence than people think, even if it's being run by Brian Cashman and the, quote, tunnel nerds. Really love this team, Really obviously want to see them win a World Series, and I think there's a really good shot of it. So looking forward to the second half, looking forward to the Yankees dominating, and maybe picking up somebody. You know, it's looking like they're going to get rid of some prospects and get some new people. So that is it, guys. That is it. Let us know. Get in contact with us what you thought about this first half, and, you know, maybe we'll even do some posts about player scores and rankings over the grades. We'll we'll give some grades for the Yankees over this first half. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe that'll be its own show in itself. But that is it. If you watch the All-Star game, enjoy it, and we will see you in the second half. And then we can really cheer on the Yankees into the playoffs and hopefully World Series championship number 28 for them. Alright, that's it guys, and remember, let's go Yankees. Hey, what's up guys, I just want to tell you to go out and buy David Cohn's book, Full Count. You know the deal, maybe you don't, (laughs) but David Cohn, we made a promise to him that if we talked about his book every episode, that he would follow us on Twitter, and he did. He is the man, he is awesome, so we're doing it. And you know what? I'm not just doing it because of that. It really is a great book. You should go out, support him. Jack Curry helped him with this book. So go out and get it. It's awesome. It really, really is.